Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. And we'll get right into it. It is just another week. It's right after 4th of July. I hope you guys all have your fingers. I had an uneventful 4th of July. I, uh, I'm a single mom, so I do what all the other loser single, single moms do when they have nothing to do on 4th of July. I go watch the fireworks with the other people who don't have anything to do. So it was boring and uneventful, but whatever. I mean, it's 4th of July weekend. Not much is going on um, unless, I guess, you watch the news and the, the Hunter Biden uh, cocaine story. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that the bag of coke that they found at the White House was Hunter Biden's because he's the only crackhead that we know of in the White House. And, I mean, he he forgot about his laptop. He left that behind. Okay, so that's how everyone knows he's a crackhead. And then if you know anything about the story, I mean, the kid is a mess, okay? He got in a wreck. It was a riddle car. I don't know where the hell he was going. Doesn't matter. He was high as... He was higher than a giraffe's pussy, okay? He wrecked the car, and when he called the rental company to get a new car, and the police and everybody had to come out, he said that he was driving, and an owl, a big owl, swooped down and caused him to wreck the car. He totaled the car. They give him a new car, and he takes off to go probably, I don't know, probably go to Vegas and screw some hookers or something, and he left behind in the car his crack, his crack pipe, his ID, his credit cards. He left a bunch of Secret Service business cards. I mean, the guy's a mess, okay? So, yes, it's probably Hunter Biden's bag of Coke. He was probably going to turn it into crack as soon as he got wherever he was going. But anyways, I mean, guys, come on. The guy has a daughter he totally forgot about. I mean, this is total crackhead stuff. The whole entire family is a freak show, if you ask me. I'm sorry. I am not a Joe Biden fan. I don't like his wife, Jill. I don't care for the whole family, all right? So, no, I will not be voting for Biden. Uh, I'm sorry. He, okay. So, he has, Hunter Biden has the daughter that he doesn't even claim. He won't even allow the kid to have the Biden name. Like, it's some type of prestigious family okay like they're the Kennedys or something I mean they're worse than the Kennedys but whatever he won't let the girl have his name but they agreed on I don't know how much money a month in child support and since he won't let her take the name he allowed her to have one of his paintings which suck I mean it's something like a fifth grader would do all right it's not that great of art the only reason people are even interested in it is because a crackhead made it and that you know whatever but so that was the deal she gets I don't know maybe like 15 grand a month in child support and a painting of her dad so she'll grow up and the only way she's gonna get to see who her daddy was is by watching all the c-span clips you know of them on the balcony the ba- the Bidens at the White House and they're watching the fireworks on fourth of July and Joe Biden has daddy Hunter and all the grandkids and not not her not you know what I mean like come on like that's just I'm sorry get your shit together so the fact that Joe Biden and Jill Biden are okay with having all the grandkids there for C-SPAN to see except for the one child that he had with a stripper I'm not voting for that like you shouldn't even have him on the damn balcony go make him be a dad it's ridiculous So, no, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. And honestly, I think Kamala Harris is on drugs. And I don't see why no one's talking about that. Seriously. First off, she's from California, okay? Everybody in California is on drugs. So, she's no different. And if you watch her speeches, they're really slow and heavy. It's almost like she's on... Xanax or Valium or Klonopin or something. She's on something, okay? That's why they keep her out of the press, and that's why they don't have her do anything because she's on any anxiety drugs or something. I don't know. But that's that's just, I don't know. It's just the, where we are right now. And honestly, because of the way, I mean, in 4th of July, here's the thing. 4th of July week and weekend is always a slow day in the media, I guess. I was reading about this the other day. And 
our new stations, you know, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all these organizations rely on, you know, captivating stories to keep people watching. Because if people don't watch, then the ratings go down. And, you know, everyone's, all these organizations are all owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. They're the, they own the majority of the shares of all these companies, with the exception for Fox. And I think Vanguard owns some of Fox. But anyways, the rest of them, they're all uh, owned by BlackRock, the, the main three, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. And they call the shots. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put it past anybody in the White House at this point to make up a Coke bag story just so the news organizations have something to talk about. That's that's the world we live in now. Everything is fake. I mean, that's that's my conspiracy theory. I mean, it's either Hunter Biden's or the whole entire story was made up just for publicity. So that's my theory. I mean, it's what else are we going to talk about? I mean, do you want to talk about Coke being found at the White House or do you want to talk about the stupid culture wars? That, I mean, that's it. That's the only, we don't talk about anything real in this country because most people don't have the attention span for it or they don't understand it or they don't believe what they're being told anyways because that's probably fake too. So why not make up a story about a powdery substance found in the White House? I mean, that's interesting. Then you get to talk about all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's, I'm just mad that I didn't find the damn bag of Coke at the White House because I had to clean my house and I'm tired. So what about us moms? Okay, we need something too. It shouldn't, all the drugs shouldn't be reserved for, you know, the privileged. I bet there was no uh, fentanyl in that bag. Talk about equality. Anyways, we have with the culture wars. God, I'm so sick of everything. What are people talking about today? I mean, it, it would be different if the people making a big deal about it, these issues, that really the gender, that doesn't matter. I mean, it's just like a bunch of, I don't know, a bunch of goth chicks whose SSRI stopped working. So that that's who's, that's who's making up all this stuff. These are the people that are driving all the conflict in our country, a bunch of depressed people who have to find a reason to make everyone else miserable. I mean, what was the big thing recently on social media? Uh, that now they want to call vaginas a bonus hole. A, a vagina is not a bonus hole. I'm sorry, a glory hole is a bonus hole, all right? A vagina is a pussy, okay? We all come out of a vagina, okay? So there's no bonus round in this. I mean, it's what starts life, people. Get your shit together. I can't take it anymore. I mean, this is what's going on. A bonus hole? Who makes this stuff up? I'm telling you, it is a bunch of depressed kids who have no life and they're miserable and they're depressed and, you know, they're snorting their SSRIs and it's not working anymore. So they have to come up with a reason why they're not attractive and why nobody likes them. So they come up with bonus hole. And what's the other thing people are always talking about? Oh, yes. If you don't like trans people and you're not attracted to trans people, then you're a transphobe. And see, I see this stuff on social media or I'll hear it on podcasts. And I think to myself, okay, this is some weird isolated thing. It's not really an actual movement. It's just a handful of people on TikTok that have no life. So they just make shit up. I mean, that's what I think. So the other night, because I I have no life, but not because I'm like a loser or anything. I'm just a mom, so I'm busy. You kind of give that up, you know. You give up a life with the bonus hole. That's what the bonus hole is. There's no bonus to it. If you have the bonus hole and you push a human being out of it, you don't have a life anymore. So I don't know where they get the bonus. These people don't know what the hell they're talking about. But anyways, I looked up this whole thing about the transphobe and being attracted or not attracted to trans people. And it's actually a thing. It is a huge thing. I mean, it's all over the internet. It's on Guardian. It's on, I don't know, all those stupid online publications. 
and they actually do studies. There's multiple studies at reputable universities, Stanford, I think UCLA did one, a bunch of studies where they take a bunch of people and they show them, this is like, you know, the psychology uh, studies that you do. If you've never been to college, if you take psychology, because you have to take, is that an arts and humanity or is it, I don't know, but you have to, you get like a cluster of classes that you get to choose from as an elective. And a lot of people take psychology and you can do extra credit and you have to sign up for so many studies and you go and you don't know what the studies are about. But anyways, this particular one, you they show you a bunch of photos of the opposite sex and they want you to rate them based on their attractiveness and they give you a scale. And then underneath they say this person's trans. And they're not, but that's just what they put. And what they found was when people were rating trans people, they would even though they weren't trans. They just said that they were trans. But the person rating doesn't know that because this is like a blind study. They would rate them lower. They would give them a lower rating. And they said that that makes them a transphobe. And I'm like, first off, this is a bullshit study. Totally. Okay? Because if you show me a bunch of pictures of the opposite sex and you want me to rate them and then you tell me that they're trans, that means they don't have a dick. Seriously. If, if, if you're showing me a bunch of pictures of dudes and you tell me he's trans, then he doesn't have a dick. So, of course, I'm going to rate them lower than I would if they weren't trans because I'm here for the dick. I want a dick, okay? So, I don't know. Did you show the women a bunch of photos of the same sex and say they're trans? Because then I would probably rate them higher because they have a dick. And that's what I want. I want a dick. I don't want one of those... GMO lab-grown dicks that you have to pump up? No, I want an organic dick. That's what I want. That's what I'm into. I mean, I, I mean, I, I want to be prepared when I go to have sex, right? I mean, that's why I go to the gym and work out. I don't do it for my health. I do it just in case I meet somebody at a bar or a party or something, and I, I end up banging them in the bathroom. I want to be prepared. Okay, I, I don't want my my self-conscious to keep me from like getting off or my pussy getting wet or something, okay? So I would expect the same thing from my partner with a dick. I don't want them to be like, oh, hang on, I gotta go over here in the corner and pump my dick up. I'm not into that. That I don't, I don't, how does that work? And I don't care because you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't come. If it doesn't come, then I'm not gonna know if I have done my job correctly. I need the come. Okay, I need the person to come. So the the lab dick, the fake dick, isn't going to work for me, all right? I'm sorry. At the end of the day, I want a dick that actually comes. That's what I'm into. I don't care where. I mean, my back, stomach, pussy, doesn't matter, okay? I mean, because if I'm really into the guy, I, I'm not going to wash it off for a few days anyways. You know, like when you're in high school, like, you don't, the smell of a guy, like, you don't wash it off. You, like, wear it around like it's a, I don't know, badge of honor, like a family crest or something. Okay? That's what I'm into, all right? I need to come. I, well, I need to come, too, but, I mean, I want the guy to come so I know that I've done my job. I just don't want any of it on my face. You know? And not, listen, not because I think I'm somehow above a cum shot to the face. Because I don't, I don't think that at all. Okay, I don't. I just think it seems like a weird request, you know? Like, I mean, where in the timeline of human evolution did men start thinking it was a good idea to start pulling their dicks out of a perfectly good pussy to come out of their mate's face? Seriously, I mean, think about it. I mean, what, do you think a bunch of cavemen were out there, you know, banging some cave chick, and then he saw another cave chick, you know, off in the distance that he wanted to fuck, and in the process of pulling out to chase after her, he came all over the first one's face? I mean, that, that's the only plausible explanation. I mean, if you watch the Flintstones, those bitches, Betty and what, Wilma, they always had a pearl necklace on. So what else could it be? That's the only logical explanation. And why are humans the only species that come out of their mate's face? 
Seriously, I looked this up, guys. We're the only animals in the animal kingdom that does. We're the only ones with kinks, okay? I mean, what about the praying mantis? I mean, the male praying mantis knows the female is going to try to bite his head off after they have sex, and he still fucks her. I mean, you think the praying mantis would be the one coming all over their mate's face, right? I mean, because if he could blind the bitch square in the eye, he could get away. So, yeah, that's, I'm so sick of the goddamn culture wars. Anyways, I liked National Geographic when I was growing up. I still like it. Did you guys, am I the only person that would read National Geographic or got into that? Really, It's true. I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. And did you know, speaking of Vanguard and State Street and who's the other one? BlackRock. Yes, that one. Um, they own they owned the shares of Disney and Disney owned like 80 shares of National Geographic and they just fired all of their writers. All of them gone. Poof. No more National Geographic. I mean, I think they're still going to do like Nat Geo or whatever on TV, but they fired all of their writers. And I personally think that is horrible. I mean, we need National Geographic now more than ever, okay? I mean, the shit that we argue about in this country, they should be doing the studies about the transphobe and the bonus hole. (laughs) Bonus hole. Are you fucking kidding? A bonus hole. Like, that's not offensive. My vagina is now a bonus hole. Okay. These people are out of their mind. But um, no, we need National Geographic because they do all the, they know all the culture studies and we argue, we're arguing about right now. I just saw it online today. Uh, They're arguing over what color Cleopatra was because I guess uh, Jada Pickett Smith, I don't know if she was the director or the producer, but she did a, a Cleopatra I don't know if it was a documentary. I think it was a documentary, a docu-series. And she made her black, which is fine. I don't care. Anyone can play Cleopatra, okay? I, I don't have any problem with anybody playing any historical figure from the 4th century BCE, okay? This was like 3,000 years before Jesus, all right, guys? It was a long fucking time ago. So I don't care what color the person that plays her is but just so you know Cleopatra was Greek yes she was Greek you can she was a Ptolemy she was the last pharaoh of the Ptolemy dynasty she was actually the last pharaoh of Egypt I do believe and what people don't realize is Alexander the Great conquered Egypt okay so the little family that he put in place to rule over Egypt were the Ptolemies And see, Alexander the Great didn't conquer Egypt from Egypt. He conquered them from the Persians. So they have a really long history, guys. But yes, she was a Ptolemy. I mean, you can trace her heritage all the way back, like a thousand years to her ancestral family. Because that's how they did it back then. They all fucked their brothers and sisters. She was Greek, okay? But make her whatever color you want. I don't care. She wasn't even pretty. You can see her her sculptures. You can see they have her on a coin. She was not pretty at all because of the incest. That's how it works. I mean, you get all the bad qualities. So that's, that's how it works. But I mean, this is what we're arguing about, folks. Okay, and trust me when I say this, nobody wants to claim any sort of lineage to anyone in ancient times at all. Like, it's just, most of them were retarded from all the incest, okay? Surprise, that's the thing that we're not talking about. I mean, people talk, I mean, who was it? Kofer? I'm really into Egyptian history. I'm by no means an... Egyptianologist, but I know a lot about Egypt way more than the average person does. Let me get a drink of water. Hang on. So it always pisses me off because I'll listen to Joe Rogan every now and then. And uh, it always pisses me off when he has like these, I don't know, historians or archaeologists. I don't know what the hell they are, but they'll talk about Egypt and the pyramids and, and these people, they're full of shit. 
And they'll be like, well, we don't know what the pyramids were for. And it could have been this. And it, it could have been to speak to like aliens or it could have been like a hydrodome and they were going to an energy source. And it's like, shut up, you lying sack of shit. You know exactly what the pyramids were. They were tombs. OK, the first one was built by Khufu, Khufor, Khufa. Anyways, and he probably was black. Yes, black people. Ancient Egypt, there were black pharaohs. I mean, it's just, you can just look at it on a map and figure it out. But what you don't understand, because nobody reads or does their own research, is if you look into these pharaohs and you see how these motherfuckers fucked, they fucked everything, okay? They had concubines from all over Europe, and this was going on for centuries, okay? So they would have all these kids with all these wives. Some were from Egypt, some were slaves, some were bought from Europe, and they would have all these kids, and then their kids would have kids with kids, and then those were the people that became pharaohs. So this went on for centuries. It was centuries of ancestral fucking, okay? So Egyptians were a the pharaohs, the kings and queens, the royalty, and even the, the high priest, I would even center to say, because they had a pretty, they actually had more wealth than a lot of the pharaohs. So that created a lot of conflict. But anyways, they were a diverse shade of brown, okay? I mean, it, when you get to the beginning, maybe when there, the um, unification of, Upper and Lower Egypt, and it's weird because of the Nile. So Lower Egypt is actually in the north, and Upper Egypt is in the south. But anyways, there was the they they unified because they'd been fighting for God knows how long. You know, probably before they were even really we before we were really truly human. Actually, I mean this this conflict had been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years before they even figured out how to you know write stuff down for history. But anyways. But no, back to the goddamn pyramids, because Joe Rogan really pisses me off. Uh, they, they were tombs. Okay, so Kofu, I think that was his name. I don't, whatever. Anyways, he built the, the, the one in Giza, the big one, the biggest one, and it was just a tomb, because the whole Egyptian culture, one, it was a cult. So you had all these different cults, okay? You had all these different gods, and you had these high priests, and they had a group of people that were in charge of each god, each temple. It was more like a, uh, they owned a bunch of land. It was like a commune and they were huge. So if you weren't royalty, the next best thing were to be in these cults. Okay. And that it, it, they were super crazy religious. And then the peasants were just peasants. And then they had, you know, upper class, lower class, middle class. It's like now only they didn't have money. So it was a barter system. Okay. That was ancient Egypt. And, but no, the, 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 the pyramids, they were just a tomb because the whole entire Egyptian culture uh, surrounded or was built around the afterlife. So the point of living was the afterlife. So if you, whatever you wanted to be with you in the afterlife, you had to have in your tomb, okay? So let's say you wanted your cat, Okay, so if you if you really wanted your cat or just a cat in the afterlife, you had to have a mummified cat. So they had a business where you could go, you could get a cat, and then you could take the cat to this person that made mummy cats. They would kill the cat and make it a mummy, and then you would put it in the tomb with you. Okay, so if you wanted a cow, whatever, it doesn't matter. That was the Egyptian culture. Okay, the whole entire point of living was to have a tomb with a bunch of shit in it so you could enjoy it in the afterlife. Your family, your friends, whatever. If you wanted some European bitch, they had to kill her and stuff her too and put her in the tomb with you. That was Egypt, all right? That's what we're arguing about, okay? And then King Tut. People always talk about King Tut and how he was just great king and he he was black and he was... He, you know, and everyone loved him. So all the Egyptians could be, they had to be black because they loved this black pharaoh. He was retarded. Did you, he, why are we, this is, this was Egypt. This is who they worshiped. The man had a club foot. He had a cleft palate. He couldn't talk. He had spina bifida. Okay. They're, they're, they worshiped him. Okay. Because that's, it was a cult. You get it? They were, there was a bunch of cults. All right. And if you want to know what happened to King Tut, they killed him because he couldn't talk. 
okay? So he couldn't perform his job. They had to take him around to all the little temples, all the cults. That's all the pharaohs did. And then they would rage war against, you know, neighboring countries. And they would have to go to, like, all the different cults. So, like, the immune god and the... This guy, they had a bunch of different, the hippo god, okay? And they would have to do their ceremonial duties every day. But he couldn't walk, he couldn't talk, he was retarded because he came from a long line. He was in the 18th dynasty. It was, I think, the Middle Kingdom, all right? And he was the last pharaoh in that dynasty. And it was a over a thousand years of incest, okay? He had, his parents were his, his parents were brother and sister, okay? Because they killed Nefertiti. All right, he didn't, whatever, it's Egypt. They, it was, guys, if you want to know what the royal Egyptians look like, just get on TLC. You know the Duggars, that family, the people that have so many kids that their kids have kids with their kids? That was the Egyptian pharaohs, okay? That's what we're arguing about, folks. That's what we are arguing about. So we all need a history lesson. We all need a history lesson and we all need to take some shrooms. Seriously, it should we should have a national mushroom day where everybody, even kids, kids can take shrooms. Trust me, if you're 13, you can take shrooms. They're fine. No one flips out on shrooms. They're totally safe. They're natural. We all need to get back to nature. Seriously, because we're stupid and we just want to fight. I mean, we are arguing about ancestral families, okay? They, who was, I saw another thing. Someone, they were talking about Ramesse the Great. And that was the later kingdom. That was before, that was, well, Ram, wait, hold on. Ramesse the Third. I told you I really got into Egyptian history and art, art, art history. I, it's, it is really, truly, truly a long, long, and there's so much involved and their, their culture, their history, and it's, it was around for centuries, okay? And they recorded as much as they could. And yeah, it, it, there's a lot of cool stuff because they didn't, men and women were pretty much equal. And they do talk about that. But I mean, they were as equal as they could be at the time. I mean, you could have women pharaohs. But here is the thing, what people don't realize is, Egypt would try to conquer other lands and other lands would conquer Egypt. So, but the Egyptian people, they were so culty that when another country would conquer them, the people didn't care. I mean, the royal family would be booted out, but the high priests and all the cults, they were fine. They still got to do their thing. Peasants, peasants are peasants no matter who's in charge. So they would worship the new people that came in that's how like ingrained their their religion their culture was within them it's bonkers okay but um people talk about Ramesse the great and i think it was Ramesse the third who lost he got conquered i do believe the persians they anyways but that Ramesse the third was in power i think when they lost to persia and then alexander the great conquered Egypt from the Persians. Uh, anyway, it's a mess. And this was going on for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, okay? But people, um, and they still have a lot of these mommies, so they have their DNA. So, like, if you do your DNA, some people, I do believe it's close to 20 or 30% of people living in Egypt today share DNA with Ramesses the Great because he had 140 kids, okay? So there's there, they, they were interviewing this black guy, and I should probably give you a history lesson really quick. Okay, so if you're an Egyptologist and you're, this is your, your, your job, okay, so pretty much a lot of the Egyptian economy still comes from tourism because people want to go see the mummies and they want to see the tombs and they, you know, they want to see the ruins. So it's a big part of their economy, okay? So the people that rely on this money are really into it. And for some odd reason, the Egyptians... They don't want to admit that some of the pharaohs were black. I don't know why. And really, once you get into the ones that we know the most about and we have their, their remains and their mommies, most of them were mixed by then at that point. So, But you'll still see a bunch of stuff online where they try to, like, they'll interview people here in the United States that their DNA came back and they're like, I'm related to Ramesse the Great. And they make this big deal about it. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of people are. Just like a lot of people have shared DNA with, uh, what's his face, from the Mongols? Uh, 
what's that guy's name? Anyways, you know, the crazy guy from the Mongols. Like, I, I do believe it's like 30% of Asians share the, this uh, Genghis Kong's DNA, okay? So, but Ramesse the Great, he had 140 kids that we know of. He married four or five of his daughters and had kids with his daughters, okay? And we are arguing about what color this guy was. Like, are you out of your mind? It's like people don't, you're missing the point. These people were... They were ancient people. They didn't know any better. They fucked their moms and dads. It's gross. It's just gross. Anyways, but uh, yeah, it's like TLC. I mean, that is, I mean, these people were not the brightest, okay? Think of Honey Boo Boo. That, that's what was going on with these pharaohs. They didn't do anything. You think Khufu designed the pyramids? No, he didn't. He hired some guy from Mesopotamia. I forget his name, but they made him a king and a god in his own right. He, because he was already designing like the step pyramids of Dojo or whatever. And they hired him and he did it. Okay. It was just, guys, I don't know. Anyways, but I was looking at, we just, we don't, we, there should be more, documentaries and movies about Egyptian culture because it is phenomenal. There, there needs to be more stuff about Romans and the Greeks because this stuff is so fascinating, but nobody cares. They would rather watch, you know, Mama June on TLC eat fucking SpaghettiOs or something. I don't know what they do, but uh, they have, what do they have on there now? It's called uh, Going Back Amish or Returning Amish or I don't know. It's about a bunch of Amish people. Because that's interesting. But they have this like sabbatical year where when they turn 18 or something, 17 or 18, probably 18 makes more sense. They leave their Amish farms, their Amish community for a year to test out the real world to see if they want to stay Amish or if they want to, you know, come live with the sinners. And most people choose to go back. But anyways, they 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 have a show on TLC about this. And um they call it's funny. They call everyone English, like though that's that's the outside wor world is everything is English. But um, these Amish boys are hot. Yes, we have to talk about this. Okay, I. Wow, I mean, I would bang all of them. That's how hot they are because they have to work outside all the time, so they have a tan. They have muscles because they're not sitting around all day eating fast food and playing video games. So they have no trans fat, no high fructose corn syrup. So you know their cum tastes good. Seriously, I, you, I'm telling you, people that eat organic, they, their cum tastes better. And it's clean cum because it doesn't have all the mercury from all their vaccines because they don't believe in vaccines because they're Amish. I don't know. But they are hot. We need to talk about this. We need to figure out how to make the kids more like an Amish cult because, I mean, there, there's no reason these ancestral Amish, because yes, they, they are interbred too. They all have fucked up teeth, but they are still hotter than the Americans or the people that don't live in the cult. So that's a problem. This is not something that can continue if we are to have a successful, prosperous society because you have to fuck, okay? And Pornhub and OnlyFans is not a replacement for human fucking, okay? So anyways... They are hot. I guess they are German. They're German descent. So it's just been years of German inbreeding. So they are trying to actually like connect with other Amish in other countries so they can get out of the inbreeding. But they're all Germans. And you know what? I, Nazis, whatever. I don't care. They're hot. Those are some Nazis that I would let come all over my chest and write a swastika in. Okay? So that's... I don't know, guys. I'm just rambling. Just rambling. But um, no, what we do need to talk about. Okay, I'm going to have to put my glasses on for this. But speaking of the Romans, this is why I don't, I mean, stop that we, we're arguing over the dumbest shit. We argue over what's a transphobe, what's a bonus hole, what's a woman. I mean, come on, guys. If you've never thrown a closet worth of shoes at a man, you're not a woman, okay? Sorry. You know where your, your whatever. You, you, you know where you fit in into that 
sphere, I guess. But no, that was the thing about ancient times is they didn't have they didn't have all these gender specifications like we had. They didn't have gay and straight. They only had freeborn and not free. So when you were born, you were either free or you weren't free. Okay, and they had they had uh, dominant and passive. That was it. That there was no they fucked everything. Nobody cared. Okay. So the only time you couldn't, you just couldn't fuck a free person. So like if you were royalty or you were rich or you were free and you wanted, you know, to go fuck a submissive person, they they just couldn't be freeborn because free people were not submissive. They were dominant. So that's, I mean, you just go look at Greek history and even Roman history. They, they, they fucked boys. I mean, it was just a big orgy all the time that they didn't, they weren't really into women. They, they would, they, there was no chick on the side. They had a dick on the side. It was a little submissive boy that was poor or a slave that they would just go get and bring into the house. That's how it worked. That's what they did. It was called, uh, pedestry or it was like a, it was a big thing like and if you were a poor boy that's what you wanted it was better than being a slave or being a gladiator I mean some people preferred to be a gladiator but some people would be like you know what I'm gonna go get fucked in the palace and be a little performer or an actor it was this big thing that's what they did and they would bring in it was like an apprenticeship sometimes so sometimes you would have the man of the house and he would have his wife and they would have kids and maybe sometimes they would have another chicken there but they would a lot it was prestigious if a man brought in another boy in the house that he fucked too that's what they did okay so if you look this is what we need to be talking about, guys, because for as crazy as these people were, they had one thing right. There's only there's only two genders. There's only two genders. OK, there is submissive and there is dominant. That is it. Non-binary people, they just haven't figured it out yet because they're too busy staring online trying to figure out who you are. They haven't experienced enough sexual experiences to know if they're a dominant or a submissive that is it okay and yes we can play around and like you know flip the roles a little bit but and flirting and stuff like that but that's it there's dominant and passive that's it guys or submissive whatever you want to call it but back to Rome and the Sistine Chapel I've never been I have no desire to go to Rome I have no desire to go to Egypt and I'm fascinated with the history but I wouldn't go if someone paid me to go. I, I don't care. But we have to talk about the Sistine Chapel, guys. You know, Michelangelo, he painted, I don't know, what did it take him, like seven years or some shit to do it. Um, and we don't talk about it. And if you've never seen it, and I'm sure, and the thing is, like, people go and nobody, we have YouTube. We have this thing where people get on and they talk about everything. I mean, they see a cop arresting somebody. They're there at their phone and they're giving a play-by-play -play -play analysis of what happened, okay? We do, Britney Spears got smacked in the face by some bodyguard and everybody's all over YouTube talking about it. I mean, this is how we make money, okay? People are talking about threads, the new Instagram thing. I mean, this, Bert's, God, this is the, it's the end of the, it's not even the end of the American dynasty. It's just the world as a whole is gonna, it's gonna go poof. It's gonna disappear. And the only thing that's gonna be left is that new globe, that globe thing, the LED light in Vegas. That's it. That's, that's gonna be the only thing left. And that's what, you know, the, the new people's, whatever we become, will be like this, this is what they left us. They left us a globe and a cloud full of bullshit on YouTube. But they're going to have, in the Sistine Chapel, that will be left too. For some odd reason, that will survive. And they'll be like, wow, these people are stupid because this is the biggest story in history. They, I mean, I'll put these pictures up. But I mean, I don't know how to say this, guys, but heaven was a bathhouse. That's all it is. I mean, if you look at the Sistine Chapel, it is just dicks and ass in the air. That's all it is. It's just dicks and ass. So I'm looking at this one picture. I don't know what's going on. It's just a bunch of naked guys bent over with their asses in the air and they're getting jacked off. 
I mean, what else would it be? I mean, would it an Easter egg hunt? Are they getting a physical, like turn your head and cough? No, they're jacking each other off. That's what's going on because that's what they did in Roman culture. That's all they did. The men fucked because they weren't a big fan of women because we're uptight because we had babies and that was the number one cause of death for us. So it, we just didn't fuck as much as the men did because the men didn't have to worry about anything. So this is just one picture. Like I said, they're just jacking each other off. And then you have, oh, where's this one? Okay, what is this one? Um, oh, I love this one. This one is my favorite. They're doing some like 69 thing here. Um, and you see, of course, they have the black demon with the horns, I guess, trying to pull the blonde guy with his dick flopping out, I, I guess, to hell or something. I, I don't understand what the, this point is, but a history of the Sistine Chapel. I should have done this first, but I get excited. Okay. Cause I really like dick. So if you're going to have a bunch of naked men running around, you're going to have my attention and I'm going to be excited. Okay. Cause I didn't grow up in ancient Rome. All right. So well, actually this wouldn't have been ancient Rome, but this was going on since ancient Rome. I mean, this was years, centuries after death, but anyways, um, so you have these three men, they're like in a 69 position, um, you know, and the, the dick's flopping out. And you have this black dude with the demon horns. I guess it could be dreadlocks. I don't know. But anyways, he's trying to pull this naked guy away from these other two naked guys. And I, I mean, clearly, we know black guys have bigger dicks. I think that's what it was about. I think that's probably where all a lot of the racism came from because white guys were just, you know, they were insecure around the black dick because black guys have bigger dicks and they probably had better muscle too because they were slaves. So they were, they were like the Amish. They were outside doing stuff. So the little gay boys, you know, were probably really into black dick too. So that's, I mean, guys, look at this. Come on. This has nothing to do with God or the book of Genesis because that's what the 16th chapel is. They tell the story of Genesis. So you have Adam and Eve. You have the creation of Adam and Eve and the serpent and the apple. Oh, and by the way, back to Egyptian history. If you get into any of this, and I got into it because I went to a Christian school, so I know the Bible pretty well inside and out, okay? And um, I get a little hazy on some of the, New the Old Testament stuff, though. But I, I mean... For the most part, I know it all except for the stuff where they give like all the, the rules about slaves. We didn't cover that in Bible class. But I, I went back and learned that on my own. And that's pretty much what the whole New Testament or Old Testament is. It's just the rules of how to treat your slaves, especially female slaves. It gets really interesting. But anyways, um, so knowing what I know about the Bible and then you start studying Egyptian history and you, there's a lot of parallels. There's actually like stuff written on uh, temples in Egypt that is basically verbatim from Psalms and stuff. It's really, it's really fascinating. And like their whole thing about like the sun rising, that was a big, they had the son of Aten, which was the sun god. And the sun, because these were ancient people, they didn't realize the world was round yet. Um, and the sun was, or the earth was rotating around the sun. They just thought the sun at night went underground and then in the morning, before it could, like, come back up, it had to go into the underworld, and it had to fight the, the devil serpent. The devil serpent. Anyways, interesting shit, folks. So, um, okay, so that's that picture. Uh, where is this? Um, some of them. Oh, yeah, this one. I love this one. Like, what the hell is going on here? Why? And they get better, guys. I, I just, just hang with me. They get really crazy here in a minute. Okay, so I, this is obviously like a sacrifice. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if this is where this would come into play for the story of Genesis. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's Abraham or something. Who knows? But they are sacrificing the animals. And they have, again, just naked guys. Naked guys. Young naked guys. And they, they're, I don't know. They're on sheep. They're like sitting on sheep. And their balls are plopped out. Don't they know how this is how you get syphilis? Syphilis had to be rampant in Rome. But anyways, 
And then you have this boy looking through a glory, glory hole because, you know, he he's the bonus hole. That's the bonus hole, guys. This kid is the bonus hole because he's going to suck, I think, Abraham's dick. OK, that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, again, naked men everywhere. And the boy looking through a hole. There's no reason. There's no reason to even have this temple, this little uh what's it called when you a podium it's like a podium and you got the uptight women and he's like pissed off over something and you have the naked young guys and they're sacrificing their sheeps and then you got this naked boy that no one should be naked when they're like sacrificing animals but there's no reason to have a hole and he's looking through it so it's a glory hole he's gonna give this old guy with the beard a blowjob all right that was going on this is the Sistine Chapel guys this is where they vote for the new pope and this has been going on for centuries, and nobody wants to talk about it. And I'm not done yet. It gets better. Hang with me, folks. Um, which one is this? Uh, anyway, this is just, I, I'll post this. This is just a picture of the ceiling, and you can kind of see how he, like, pieces it into, like, little, like, story. But it's like a comic book almost, okay? It's, like, sectioned off like a comic book. So if you've never seen the Sistine Chapel, you should look at it, but... You have to get the up-close photos so you can really see what's going on. Um, this one, what are these guys doing? Uh, just a bunch of guys kissing. Look at this. A bunch of naked guys with their asses in the air, and it's an orgy. You have these two guys over here kissing. You have these two guys kissing. These two guys kissing. They're all naked. It's one big orgy, okay? I don't know anywhere in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, where they talk about a bunch of naked guys having orgies and making out. So I, I don't know why Michelangelo was painting this, but I mean, obviously, right, art and imitates life. So, I mean, and if you know anything about Roman history, this is what they did, all right? This is how they operated because women were just kind of a subclass of human because we had babies. Um, here's another one. See, just a bunch of naked guys. Naked guys with their slongs hanging out. Uh, but hang on, let me get to the good ones. You really have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to detail. Uh, is this, oh, here's one. Okay. So here, I don't know. This is like a scribe, I guess. So if you look, here's a guy. Okay. I don't know. He's going to write something down or draw, but it's not, it, it, I mean, he's wearing women's clothing. This, this was not what Roman royalty wore during this time. The Romans wore the toga, you know, unless they were fighters and they had to go fight the barbarians where it was cold, then they would wear pants. But other than that, they wore the togas. That's what they wore. So this is a guy in a dress. I mean, look at the back. That's not what, I mean, what is that, Leah Thomas? Okay, the only person, the only female that would have a back like that is Leah Thomas, all right? So this guy is dressed like a girl and it's a, it's a guy in drag. But that's not the, that's, you have to pay attention to detail, folks. You have to look in the background. So look, look at the look at the painting of the little the little boy statues. I mean, it's they're not statues; they're it's they're a painting of a statue in the background, and they're naked and they're humping each other's legs. I mean, look at this; they're humping each other's legs. Why are little boys humping? That's what I want. I want to know why the little boys are humping. You really have to pay attention to the detail, guys. I mean, because it's like this all over in all the sections of the Sistine Chapel. I mean, it's just, this would not be allowed today. This would be illegal. Michelangelo would be in jail for pedophilia, okay? Because that's what they did back then. They liked, they liked boys ages 12 to 17. That was the peak age that men would go and they'd bring the boys home sometimes in their wives, and they would have to sit around with the wives, sometimes multiple wives, sometimes just one wife, and now you have this boy toy that is chilling in your house that your man's fucking. And I'm sure sometimes they didn't care, but I'm sure sometimes they did care. So anyways, and a lot of people will tell you, well, it's really not a guy in a dress. It's really just a girl in a dress because Michelangelo, they only had male models, so he would... Bullshit. He didn't use models, okay? He was painting a ceiling. He was on a rafter. What are those things called? The things, you know, you see painters. What are they? They're like, a, they're like the, 
you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so he was on that for seven years. He wasn't, they didn't have, they didn't build another one for models right next to him. And he wasn't looking down at models. I mean, he was painting by memory, okay? That is a guy and drag, plain and simple. And the argument about the male models doesn't make sense because you can look at other photos in the Sistine Chapel where he paints beautiful women and they all have a bitch. It's the, they have resting bitch face because their man is reaching out, grabbing, you know, a younger guy. So that argument doesn't make sense. Get your shit together, people. Okay, so we'll go. But again, the, the kids in the background humping each other. That just blows my mind. Um, and there's other, there's tons of, Pictures like this, guys. I'm telling you, heaven is a bathhouse. Okay? Um, where is, is this one? Uh, no, no, no. Where is it at? Hang on, guys. I have a bunch. Um, oh, here's another one. You have another guy in drag. Okay, this is a this is a guy in a dress, okay? Once again, men didn't wear dresses with buttons and little fluffy stuff and like low-cut dresses. I mean, they wore the togas, okay? So you have this guy, clearly a dude. Come on, look at those arms. And then you have a naked guy underneath the dress. Come on, guys. And then again, you have the naked boys in the back back background fondling each other. Look at they're fondling and touch their Clearly, this is wrong, okay? And that's sometimes the Roman emperors, they would bring in a bunch of boys because they were really crazy. Some were actually gay. Like Hadrian was gay, but he just had like one lover. He was just gay. And then I think, was it Julius Caesar or Augustus Caesar? One of them, he was gay too. But some of them were just crazy psychopaths who would get a bunch of these boys in and make them do all kinds of like awful stuff. And sometimes they would make little boys have sex with each other. That's what, that's what was going on in Rome. So this is where the art came from. Okay. So, and, and then again, you have like a little baby in the background. Dude, why is he looking over this guy's shoulder? I mean, this looks like Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. This is Caitlyn Jenner in drag. All right, guys, I don't know. Why we don't talk about the Sistine Chapel more. And these were just the photos that I could get. They're very, you almost kind of have to go with a camera with a really good zoom lens because they don't post a lot of the images online. You have to find them and it's a pain in the ass. So anyways, and if you know anything about the Sistine Chapel, it took him, I think it was seven years, but he, he did everything. He did the, the Book of Genesis and I think a, a couple other stories. And... Um, there was a new pope, I forget his name, who was elected, but it was after the ceiling had been painted. And it was during the time of the Protestant Reformation, you know, when Martin Luther went and nailed the grievances to, was it the, he was German, but I don't, I don't think he, did he do it at the Church of England? Anyways, I, my, whatever. But you, you know, the Protestant Reformation, you know, Martin Luther, okay, you get it. So at this time, and conflicts were arising, okay, because they really didn't like the power that the Catholic Church had. And they didn't like the fact that everything had to come, the, the rules and the, uh, everything had to come from the priests. It wasn't like you could just have your Bible and, you know, you have your own little denominations. The rules and the sect, it was all in charge or, you know, curated by the priests. So that was the main issue. So the Protestants were pissed because they were basically poor, okay? That So you understand how that's all working. So at this time, there's a new priest, and he summons uh, Michelangelo back to the Vatican to paint, to finish the Sistine Chapel, the judgment of man, you know, when Jesus comes back, and he had him paint that during the start of the Protestant Revolution, or the Protestant uh, Reformation, because... He, he, they were trying to, you have to, you have to study this stuff through the context of when it was taking place. So the Catholics don't want to lose or lose power. And actually the Roman, the Romans, they didn't want the Catholic church to lose power because they would, that was the, they were the only, at this particular time, they were the only, um, recognized religion. I mean, this was hundreds and hundreds of years after Constantine and tons of wars and battles. And so they, they liked dealing with the Catholic church because 
they were Roman and they they liked to fuck boys. They didn't want to give up their culture, okay? And the Protestants are stuck in the muds because they're poor and, you know, they they don't fuck boys. They don't, they you know, they just fuck their wives and who knows what they do behind closed doors. But they weren't like the Romans. It wasn't part of their culture, okay? So they bring Michelangelo back to paint the judgment of man to like rally up the troops to get people to fight the Christians because no one wants to be under Christian rule. They'd rather deal with the Catholics. So, I mean, it's when Jesus comes back and tells everyone he's gay, that's what the judgment of man photo is like. He tells everyone he's gay and his dad molested him and that's what they were going for. And the, the Protestants won. So now everything sucks. We have no abortion. And they're still going after the gays, which is so crazy to me because it's so ingrained and, you know, Catholic and Christian culture. I mean, this is where we come from, guys. Like, this is what, this is our history. There was no homosexuality or straight. Everyone fucked everything. And actually, if you go back to the references in the Bible where they talk about homosexuality, I mean, remember, guys, this was... uh it had been transcribed and uh, so many times. Like the passages mean something totally different. And a lot of it is from the Old Testament. And a lot of it has to do with the freeborn and not freeborn. So it really, at its root, it didn't really have anything to do with being gay or not gay. Most of it translated back to being a prostitute both male and female, because they had that. They had harems everywhere. And I mean, Solomon, King Solomon had a thousand wives and concubines, okay? Like, come on. So, I, I mean, that that's basically what it was. It, it traced back to, like, you couldn't be a, you could be a slave, but you couldn't be a prostitute, male or female. Like, that was forbidden. And that makes sense, because why would you want to do that? It's, why would you want to sell your child into slavery because that's what they did back then i mean everyone would sell their kids into slavery because no one had money it was a barter system that's the way it worked it was especially women because we were worthless back then so but yeah well you wouldn't want to sell your kid into prostitution slavery that's not a good life but anyways that's where a lot of that stuff actually translates back to but anyways but yeah that's what it was they were trying to rally up the troops so they could fight the protestants and if you really want to get like deep into it like the mafia started in Italy. We know that in Sicily. And when you go back to what was it? Stonewall, whatever. What was the big gay protest back in the, I think it was the sixties. Okay. That started because a lot of the places that the establishments that would allow gay people in and do their own thing. And they didn't care were a lot of the establishments that were run by the mafia and the mafia started in Italy. So, I mean, yes, the gay mafia, that's what it was. They were trying to rally the troops and they lost. So now everything sucks. And you can't let them win. I mean, I, and I am for freedom of religion. You should be able to do what you want. But when you're dealing with the, the Christians, you have to understand their history and how they truly conquered Europe. And then coming over here and conquering the new world. It's big, These people are crazy. And the more you try to fight them, they, they congregate together, and they will win, folks. So you have to be smarter than the Protestants. And I don't, I don't know how we do that other than, I don't know, pick and choose your battles, folks. That's what I'm getting at. Pick and choose your battles. And I, I have a great God bit, but I, I'm not going to put that in here because I don't want people to steal it. And I know people will steal it. Anyways, is that all I was going to talk about? Yeah, anyways, but yeah, I, I don't know why we don't talk about the Sistine Chapel. And all the uh, weird naked babies and kid humping in the Sistine Chapel. I mean, guys, I, I mean, it's almost it's like the Biden thing. OK, I mean, the fact that he has Hunter Biden has an illegitimate kid and we, we ignore that. We ignore the fact that he was a crackhead, but we ignore the fact that screw all that. I mean, who hasn't done coke? Who doesn't have a crackhead in the family? That's all fine. But we ignore the fact that Biden is one of the creepiest people on the planet, okay? He is 
I'm sorry, he's a pedo, okay? Do you see the way? You can go back. These aren't the fake videos. You can get on C-SPAN, the actual website C-SPAN, and you can go through all the archives, okay? You, they, they don't label it like Creepy Joe. I mean, you got to go through and find him. But he rubs, like, he'll be, like, rubbing kids' shoulders and leaning in and, like, petting their hair. And he does this repeatedly over and over and over and over again. That's creepy. That's not normal. That is a pedophile, folks. And we just ignore it. We don't say anything. We just pretend like we didn't see it. And it is so deep-rooted into our psyche. And we wonder why the internet is filled with child pornography. And, you know, another thing, fuck, fuck Instagram. Actually, you know what? Fuck these. Oh, it gets, it pisses me off. Okay, so what did I read today? I was reading about threads, Okay. And honestly, the kids need drugs to get off of social media. That's how bad it is, guys. The kids need drugs so they can curb their addiction to social media. But I forget what... Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So I, I, I just made a post on Facebook. I asked people, I just said, is anyone on threads? And one of my friends replied back, yes. And one of his posts, his first post got censored because it violated, get this guys, it violated uh, community standards. And what it was, it was just a clip, it was a photo of a news article about the cocaine being found in the White House. That was, it wasn't even a joke. It was just a caption of the story. And I guess because it has cocaine in it, it, it violated uh, community guidelines, which is totally bullshit. Come on, seriously, get your shit together meta zuckerberg but um instagram just got in trouble the new york times and the washington post just did a huge op-ed on instagram and all the child pornography that was on there not only the fact that it was on there but instagram was promoting it and i mean obviously it's how the algorithms work but instagram was aware of what was going on get this guys hang i'm stay with me this is fucking mind-blowing okay so you could search for one of the biggest uh, searches was uh, toddler incest, big time. And it not only could you, and the thing is, Facebook or Facebook and Instagram, they were aware of this, okay? And they could have easily blocked it, but they didn't. They chose not to block it. So instead of blocking it, if you went in and you did the hashtag toddler incest, which is fucking gross, um, it would just give you a caption saying, uh, warning, the stuff that you're about to view could potentially be illegal or offensive. And then it gave you the option to be like, okay, yeah, I, I want to see a bunch of kids being forced to do stuff that is illegal or no, I didn't mean to type this. This was going on for years, okay? And they didn't stop it, okay? Then there's stories. I told you guys, I have no life. So I'll, when I do a deep dive, I do a deep dive and I stick to credit. I, I'll stick to like the New York Times, the Washington Post, you know, that stuff. And uh, there's a bunch of stuff where I, I guess I guess it's so bad. It's it is so here, here's how bad it is, guys. You want to know how bad it is? It is so bad that the police, the FBI, the people that have to go find these kids, they only go after babies and toddlers. That's it. So like if you're over three or four you just get put on the back burner. There's too many, there's too many toddlers and babies in this sick shit that they have to deal with that they can't even deal with the seven and eight-year-olds, okay? That's how bad it is. They say it is, there's nobody, there is no, there's not a prosecutor, a defense attorney, a judge, there's nobody who has been interviewed to speak about this who says you don't even know how bad it is. It is the most, it is the biggest problem facing the world today and they don't talk about it and not only that they're okay so like Canada they're like us they have a task force that has to deal with this crap so if someone finds something online and somebody reports it it goes to like a child protective type agency and they have to get online they have to find it and sometimes it's like horrific stuff and sometimes it'll be like on Google like a Google image that's just anyone can find and they'll have to contact Google really quick and be like, we need you to take this down immediately. This is coming from the New York Times and Washington Post folks. OK, so sometimes Google will respond like, oh, well, you know, seven year olds using a dildo might be illegal in your country, but it's totally legal here in America. 
which is a lie. That's not illegal. That's not legal. That is illegal. Okay. And they won't take it down. So they have to jump through all these hoops to get it taken down. And this happens with Google. It's happened with Instagram. So who's doing that? So there's got to be, that means that there is somebody within the system that is monitoring and in charge of this that is not taking it down purposely. And they have found like backdoor air. There's people, put it this way. There's a bunch of people at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all these people that are into child pornography and they work for the tech companies. So they make all these backdoors and they make it really hard to catch the people. They only catch the stupid ones because there's a direct link, like the younger victim that you're into, like the younger kid that you're attracted to, the lower IQ you have, okay? So there's a big link between that. And though they, those are the only people that they go after because there's so many of those. And yeah, so they only catch the stupid ones and it's a big problem. So Biden's a pedo, that is my conspiracy theory. I think he's a child molester. And I think they're, they're, the Democratic Party is covering for him for some odd reason. I don't know. Something's going on, folks. I mean, you just have to look at the Sistine Chapel with all the little babies in the background fondling each other. And we don't talk about that. So why the hell would we talk about all the stuff that's going on the Internet today? But anyways, that has been Comedy is Dead. I have to go check on the dogs that I am dog sitting and whatever. Yeah, that's what I got to do. So like, follow, subscribe. And that has been Comedy is Dead. Um, yeah, sorry. I think you should have to be 18 to have a social media account. End of story. I mean, it should become, it should be like in the phone. Like when you buy a phone, there should, you shouldn't even be allowed to even look. I mean, YouTube, uh, YouTube's okay. I mean, we, we have to have YouTube. I get it. Kids have to have YouTube. Um, but they don't need TikTok and Twitter, all this stuff, it needs to go, okay? The kids don't need to be on this stuff. The kids need to be outside learning how to be social. So I am not voting for anybody unless they say, look, all these tech companies, all these phone makers, they, there needs to be something that, odd, that just totally prevents anyone from under the age of 18 having social media. I'm sorry. I mean, can the kids learn to drive? Can they learn to drive and drive for two or three years before they get social media? Please. Am I, I mean, what is going on in this country? It is driving me insane. Anyways, that's been Comedy's Dead. So like, follow, and subscribe.